0: Hey, everybody. A quick disclaimer. Uh, we have a wonderful interview with Daryl with Becker. Um, we talk about some alternative medical theories. This is not medical advice. When it comes to your health, you should always do your own research and do what's right for you. Trust your instincts. We're just having a conversation. And uh, again, this is not medical advice. You got to do your own research, be your own person and uh, figure it all out. Enjoyed the show.
1: Tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And, 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 and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. <laughs> Eric,
0: open your mind. <laughs> Drink. From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. <laughs> Wake up, Aaron.
1: This is only the beginning.
0: There's, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Good morning, swarm! And welcome to Tim Paul Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to... Ah. <sighs> Wow, you have one job, one job, literally one job on the show, and that is to say rock instantaneously, and it just, you blow that most of the time. Joining me as always is uh, my good friend and yours, Xavier Guerrero, and on the ones and two out of, it looks like some industrial building in the middle of some industrial town that had its heyday during Mm. the Industrial Revolution.
2: Jay nice Johnny Woodard where are you You couldn't Johnny? be more wrong this is downtown LA actually it, it is it right. really is this is downtown LA
0: oh and like, it's going right from like, now
2: from like a year ago yeah see all the cars moving around
0: yeah they're all moving look at this that, is Johnny.
2: my uh penthouse in downtown LA. <laughs> you have so many penthouses in so many major cities well how yeah you- I got I got bored of living in Korea you know so I came yeah back, that's true getting back to LA baby what right, you- how's, was- I was like how is he doing it as an intern how do you have a penthouse as an intern oh
0: yeah johnny how do you do that Generous johnny thing. you seem like you're a front for drugs i'm a paid intern I see oh doing. i like that i like that guys a lot of major stuff's going on with this show in particular we are now sold out in san diego if you wanted to see us the tickets are gone all of them gone sold out Four twenty 20 show very excited to guys i'm going to have for only 420 shows, we're gonna have a special 420 T-shirt with myself and Eddie Bravo on. Uh we got so that's gonna be there. Sold out. Uh, we have our good friend Tomcat. She's going to be hosting with Xavier Guerrero will be there, yep. and Eddie Bravo and myself will all be performing. And then the following week, man, we're back in the big old Texas. We have two shows at the Hyenas in Dallas. We have an 8 o'clock show and then a 10.30 show. All those tickets available at samtriplee.com. And then the following day, we are in OKC. Oklahoma City. We're at the Bricktown Comedy Club. Grab your tickets now, man. Grab them cuz they're moving quickly. And again, we will have that 420 shirt available. A lot of new stuff, new shows coming. I'm booking stuff all over the place. Uh and I'm very excited about doing some gigs. If you want to support the show, there's a lot of ways to support the show. You can go to um rockfin.com, r o k f i n.com and you can get all of my premium content. That's right, TFH premium content. Zero, uh, the greatest of all time, Conspiracy Social Club with Brian Callen and first look at Broken Sim. And on top of that, my good friend, Xavier Guerrero is dropping some, we don't smoke the same, bang, bang. Singing, we don't smoke the same, bang, bang. That's there. If you wanna get t-shirts like this wonderful local celebrity t-shirt, There's two ways to get it. You can go to t-shirts.com and get it. Or Xavier Guerrero can like your ass and give you a t-shirt. That's another way that seems to be working. Uh, He did get demoted to below intern, which is just weirdo sitting in the room um, for doing that. But that's okay. You never know. Hopes and dreams can happen. But if you want to support the show, go to t-shirts.com. A lot of new shirts are coming out. Shape shifting Jesus, conspiracy smoke show. I have a breakfast oh. of chicken snake gods coming. It's out.
1: It's out. The conspiracy smoke show girl one. That one's out. It's ready to go. Oh,
0: it's out! Grab your conspiracy smoke show shirts at, at hat t-shirts.com. and uh, the 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 baseball t shirts on. They're all moving, dude. The best shirts. In the biz are all available there. Uh, guys, you know, every there's a new Discord. It's like, um, uh, I forget what's, what the name of the Discord is, but it's on there. It's like Tinfoil Hatters or Hat Tinfoilers or something like that. But which it will eventually get new. Let's face it. If you want to connect with other swarm, go to samtriplee.com. Actually, go to chat. Sam Tripoli.com and join smack. That's my discord. You'll never have to worry about it getting nuked because it's completely decentralized. Everybody's there. All the people, you know, a lot of people are there. So go check it out. I will be joining it. Xavier's on there. Johnny, you're there, right? Cause there's a broken SIM on I am, there.
2: Yeah. yeah. We have a good conversation. We don't smoke the happening. same. Yeah. It's popping. Is it jumping city yeah, of Compton? Get over there. Yeah. We're all there. And that's,
0: that's that. So go, go sports show. Thank you guys. And again, October 16th is going to be the big 500. We're locked into a venue. We're just waiting to get tickets. And uh, yeah, man, grab tickets to our live shows because they're moving pretty quick. Again, all the tickets available at samtriple.com. Do great conversation today. We discuss germ theory. Boom. Boom. Enjoy the show. Drink from the fountain of All right. So uh, super excited about today's show. We're going to mix it up. You know, uh, come to a little different slant, a little different look at everything. I'm uh, very excited to have our next guest on. He's an acupuncturist and a holistic healthcare professional. Please welcome to the show, Daryl Becker. How are you, brother?
1: Hey, Sam. It's great to be on your show.
0: Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Uh, anybody that comes on the show, we really appreciate spending a little time with us. And uh, so for our guests who may not be familiar with you, can you please tell uh, us a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. I've been practicing in acupuncture, holistic healthcare for the last 23 years. And it's kind of like that's my avenue of how I got into understanding the world is not the way it was supposed to be. Spelled out to me as a kid. Basically, I, I started figuring out all kinds of conspiracies by jumping into medical research. Kind of figured out all kinds of things, basically, like that. The story that was given: this causes that, and and that, our things are just genetic, and you just have no idea where things are coming from medically. It was all nonsense, basically. I, I just went down this uh, large avenue of research and. You know how like there's controlled hangouts where like they'll they'll set you up with like, it was the planes and then, and then they'll set you up. No, 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 it was the bombs. And then you go down like another hole like that. Like, well, actually, have you looked at actually all the evidence of the debris field and stuff coming from Dr. Judy Wood, people who know that research avenue, like that kind of thing. And then you say, yeah, bombs don't explain that. And like, so I went that way medically speaking. Like I have gone pretty far into looking into pathogens that we're talking about, viruses, bacteria, things that are alleged to have caused things, right, for a long time, right? I'm all yeah, yeah. about so
0: this, dude. Yeah, yeah, So I'm, I'm super I'm, excited about this.
1: This is where I'm coming from. I just, like, I dive into this kind of stuff, and, like, I, I've uh, grown to become agnostic. I'm not, like, 100% sure of what my conclusions are. But for the purpose of taking action, like, I've got some actionable directions where I'm going to go. So, you know, like I I sent over a few talking points which I'm ready to We'll get into ignore. that.
0: We'll get into that. <laughs> Real quick cuz you you're dropping some bombs already which I really like and appreciate yeah, yeah, cuz this me. is the show to have that. You know, before we started I kind of was on, being honest with everybody here before we recorded, you know, my Instagram is causing a lot of chaos in the world from not only immediate family uh, my, women in my life, their families and friends are very upset with the information I, that I am presenting. And they the word they're using consistently is misinformation, that I'm presenting misinformation, which I find a, crazy because All their information comes from mainstream media, which has consistently been lying about what is going on. And for me, you know, I take a view that you take kind of on medical for any kind of story on history. I kind of question everything and it can be exhausted. But I think, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I don't like being lied to. And I think a really big problem that we deal with is how much people transfer themselves, their lives, their loved ones, onto other people that they've never met before. So let's say, and we'll do both sides, whether it's Dr. Fauci or Trump, right? Whoever, whoever, whatever uh, person is on the opposite side of your political spectrum or on your side, on your political spectrum, you are you are transferring your views on just how you would uh, interpret things or how people in your life rem- that these people we were talking about remind you of how they would act. And you come from a place of love. And the truth is, these people aren't you. They aren't your parents. They aren't your grandparents. They're not your co-workers. They're not your sons, your daughters, your nieces, your nephews, your brothers, your sisters. These are complete and utter different people who are coming from a, a level that you may not understand. And th- this is a long way to go because I'm really dealing with stuff at, on every front of my life right now. And when people look at what's going on in my life, they, you know, there's some people, Oh, you're just doing this for money. You're just doing this for blah, blah, blah. There's not enough money in the world for me to go through what I'm going through with people. I love it's really the truth. And I never did anything for money. So the thought of like a billion dollars, right? Oh, well about billion dollars. Well, that's not on the table. And I've never been motivated by money. I'm motivated by, you know, being able to do what I will do and be able to pay my bills and have the people who work on a show, five of them, be able to make money and pay their bills as well. So this is a long way to go is like, I can't even begin to understand what you must be going through, going into the deep, deep murky waters of what is really going on with science and medicine, because we have a narrative that is taught to us that we always have to work from. And that some people just either don't have the desire or the time to look into
1: or maybe convinced yourself that you're too stupid to figure it out you're too stupid to read a virology paper you know like that and i understand that like it is complicated because they use a bunch of words that require you to open up a dictionary and go further to look further and like that um i went i went to a deep dive through this when the whole hiv thing was blown open to me When i started practice back you know like that was in these 20 some years ago and like that opened my mind like oh okay they make medical fraud and it makes them billions or trillions of dollars basically and that's that's like the thing basically and now with like what five major media companies they got it really really like locked in like that and it's really challenging to talk with people who aren't really ready to go there right because you know it's like it's very hard to explain something to someone if their emotional salary depends upon them not understanding it you know their connections to their their spouse or their children or their their friends or people at work if everything depends upon them not understanding something my words are just like my words are like like a rubber ball and they are the brick wall and it's like right back to me (laughs) That's, that's that's it you know so I always have to keep in mind who the hell am I talking to. So right now I'm like I'm going to pretend you guys are like open minded, you know, <laughs> like that. Like so I'm going to I'm going to look at it like that. I mean there's a lot of things um but my mea culpa basically my I was wrong that I did last year was I was still holding on to the idea that some viruses are pathogenic. And then I came upon the work of Andy Kaufman, who's gotten... What does pathogenic
0: mean for Xavier Guerrero?
1: I know what it means, but
0: he needs a breakdown.
1: Okay, yeah. So that viruses inject their material into cells and kill them, and that they are contagious, okay? And that was like, I just presumed that, okay, maybe they would make up fake viruses to do that, but not all of them, right? And last year, I spent my time going through as many virology papers as i could to see where is the evidence that a virus was ever first one purified like just like isolated they use a centrifuge just spin it out everything that's that nanometer size and weight right there they just spin it out scoop that stuff up and then through normal means that's the next experiment they have to put that onto an animal usually like some type of a rat and through you know normal means they would just like that would be the skin that would be digestion that'd be respiration you know through breathing show that the that the healthy rat becomes sick when you put that material on they have never done that it's been since 1930 and they've never done that ever not like in major funded kind of real you know published papers so when you read the papers you find out oh my god look at this all they've got there is they instead of doing that here's what they do right, they take some type of mucosa or some, you know, some purulent pus, some type of alleged infected with a virus from, you know, some human or an animal, right? And they would, they would take that and they put that now in a culture, alleged culture, I'm putting quotes now here. And they would mix that with monkey kidney cells. And then to deal with the bacteria, cause that's going to be in there too, they add some of the most toxic antibiotics possible in that mixture so that now you have you know, multiple variables and they inject that into the brain of caged sickened rats and other animals, monkeys and such, who of course goes gets sick because you just said, uh, so they're saying X causes Y, they're saying the virus causes this disease. See, look, watch it, you can see it happen. Now this, this injected animal is now sick. What really they did in the paper when you read it is X plus ABC injected into the brain of an, already caged up, sickened animal causes, you know, sickness and such, of course. So they don't control for variables. All of virology is what, what I had to figure out. All of it looks to be completely fraudulent, every little bit of it. And, you know, I'm, I'm I, like I'd say, I'm ready to be wrong about this. I could do another mea culpa and say, oh, looks like actually someone did the, the actual tests that I'm talking about. They centrifuged it out
0: hey guys i want to tell you about our friends at american home shield american home shield was founded Founded the home service plan industry 50 years ago, their plan covers repair and replacement of major parts of home systems, appliances, at that that down over time from HV systems, electrical plumbing to household appliances, like your refrigerator, washer, dryer, and more. Their plans help homeowners budget from breakdowns caused by everyday wear. Okay. Now you've been waiting for summer for a long time. So don't let your broken AC fridge or other home repairs get in the way of your summer fun. Choose a plan from American home shield and keep planning all your summer adventures. They offer a choice of three great plans to help cover the cost of repair and replace parts of your major home systems and appliances. No matter their age, service fees, limitations, exclusive supplies, see details see plan for details okay right now to celebrate 50 years of providing homeowners peace of mind you could take $50 off their most comprehensive plans ever okay go to ahscom slash s . com/tinfoil now to save $50 that's a h s . com/tinfoil for $50 off any plan service Fees, limitations, exclusive, apply. See details, okay? Again, service fees, limitation, exclusive, applies. See, de- see plan for details. I'm going to ask didn't. the question that anybody that isn't uh, open-minded to this discussion, like you'll find on this show, and most of the people who listen to this show, I am open-minded to everything you're saying because I think it's 100% possible that what you're saying is true open-minded to it. Okay. My question is, this is the question that everyone is going to ask is everybody in on it and why would they be in on it? Why wouldn't one person come forward, even though you're coming forward? but why wouldn't anybody come forward and say, and I only do that because I know that is the question that when I take what little conversation we've already had and express it to people, that's the first thing that's gonna come out of their mouth.
1: Yeah. Um, you can see Dr. Stefan Lanka, microbiologist and certainly virologist over in Germany. There's Henry Bauer. There's a lot of what you call them like, you know, they're either semi retired or fully retired virologists and microbiologists who come forward to show the fraud that I'm speaking of. There, there are literally tens of thousands of them out there. Who come forward they make no money doing so in fact in general they lose money though they might gain like small speaking appearances like like the big bucks that you guys are paying me to show up on tinfoil hat but you know <laughs> besides that besides the all big the boner in, pills
0: in, you could out. want bro oh
1: man i am set on boner pills this is awesome <laughs> so yeah that's Welcome a good thing
0: hat.
1: <laughs> but yeah again like when I'm talking with people, I always have to understand what's the purpose of my relationship with whoever the hell I'm talking to right now. Like I'm, I'm picturing you guys, my purpose is to, to make a solid connection. And I just, you know, jump the gun and assume that you're open-minded, right? Um, it is but called like, tinfoil hat. <laughs> yeah, right. I understand like if you've lived for years believing a certain thing, you built your self-esteem on continuing to believe that because, you know, it's like that Mark Twain quote, it's easier to fool a man than convince him he's been fooled. Mm. And there's a lot of fools that we've seen this last year and a half. And that's hey, hey, that's hardcore.
2: Hey, Daryl. Yeah. Uh, w- if you were to ask someone whose life is bound up in the field of virology, why that work wasn't done, what would their answer be? Do you think?
1: I think they would generally, as I, I'm not the only one who interviews virologists. You can look at the work of Dr. Andrew Kaufman. You know. That's, that's Andrew Kaufman, md.com. You can check out all kinds of other guys who interview the virologists. Yeah, um, right. They find that they just generally like, they love to duck the question. Similar to if you were to say, ask uh, you know, um, child protective services agents, right? About all the nasty abuse that goes on in their agency. You could, you could get them maybe to speak off the record about it, but on the record, they know that they'll lose their damn job. Okay, so they won't talk about that. That's an example. So what's going to happen as usual is, you know, people will do the mental gymnastics thing. They'll just be like, well, you just don't understand. I'm like, okay, fine. So send me the paper that shows isolation, step one. And then from that isolate that I need to see isolation, now send me the paper that shows that you use the isolate with normal means to, as transmit to show contagion. And so from having to look... At this for about a year and a half now, I I can you know I was concluding I was actually treating here in my practice treating people for what I was thinking was a virus many times, and now what I think what what was really going on, what are called viruses are cell waste, which is why they have no organelles in them, they don't have any life in them because they're basically just toxins of various kinds. I'll talk about types of cop toxins maybe today in the show toxins that are wrapped up in cell membrane to protect inside of the cell to, or outside of the cell. And that's, you know, they're also called exosomes. Yes, Basically that's it.
0: there you we know. are. Here we are. Like I've been dying to talk about this. I think it's really important. And I think, you know, we're going to ask some questions today because I totally think what you're saying is true. But I, and I have to ask questions I know people are going to ask. Because people are going to take this information and they're going to go out to the world and they're going to get bombarded with questions. And I yeah. think we need to answer them to the best of our ability because that's kind of what this show does. We, we we take a spiritual skeptic look at the official narrative and we question everything. And we have to ask the questions because we want everybody to leave here with the you know the most ammo in their gun when they go out to try to Spread the word, which I, I hope I wish they wouldn't do. I, I think the information is more important for yourself, and your job isn't to to tell anybody unless they want to hear it. The rules of the Ronin, but what you're talking about, I've been hearing a lot of exosomes, Ex, right? Is that how it's
1: pronounced? Exosomes, yeah, that's, exosomes. that's the term. Yeah,
0: one hundred percent, man. And I, 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 when I was young, yeah. I would hear about viruses. And I remember hearing something that never really s- sat well with me and that viruses are neither alive or dead, right? They're not a living organism. And I, that I could not wrap my head around why that would exist. Why would something that is neither alive nor dead be thriving so much and they can't explain it? And even as a child, I found that explanation to be lacking. And so when I heard about XMOs, okay, I started to realize I, I'm going to do welcome to Tim Full Hat, bro. I hope you did research on the show you're coming on.
1: I am I did, fully yeah. retarded. I was just okay. listening to your show with Benny Wills. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> I am fully retarded. So just know that. Um, uh, so when we talk about those, um, that that tend to make a lot more sense to me that tend to go, wow, that clicks with logic more than what we're being told.
1: What we're being told from mainstream media, that's for people who, you know, like, again, they're kind of married to having the same conclusion. They really build that sense of self-worth over, they weren't fooled, right? They, they, They can't take the idea that they could have been fooled for decades or even years, you know, like that. That's too much for them, right? And so those people, they're they're going to be stuck like, I don't know, pretty much buying the, well, basically drinking the government created Kool-Aid for their end of their life, basically. But more people are waking up and they're starting to put two and two together and saying maybe this stuff is kind of dangerous out there. So I went even further last year. I mean, I went to say, okay, so what's the evidence that, let's just say foreign bacteria cause disease from the outside and they go into the body and cause disease. And so they have a thing called... Cox postulate where they just there's a great word for the, the show here Cox postulate right there <laughs> you know nah, um, so, you get it nah, perfect you get it. yeah yeah so you know it's it's you know that's from from dr robert Koch. there's a robert Koch institute over in germany that's the exact german version of the cdc over there and it was you know basically robert Koch tried to come up with this actual proof to say you need to be able to take this pathogen and and isolate it from a sick organism, say a person, and put it in a culture and grow it. Well, you can do that with bacteria. And now you need to insert that new bacteria into a healthy organism and have them get sick. They tried to do this back in 1918 with all kinds of experiments to try to see how the Spanish flu was being passed around. They tried to see, by the way, 1918, that's before you had an electron microscope. That means they couldn't see viruses. They were just guessing on a virus, basically. They had no idea what they structurally looked like or anything like that nothing like what you get to see nowadays they put they had people a little coughing and spitting into each other's mouths a healthy person you know for a healthy person opening their mouth sick person spitting in it like that kind it of sounds
0: thing. very german by the way mm-hmm. they, they
1: <laughs> did all kinds of crazy shit those people never got sick okay um there's the you know like what gets people sick maybe we'll talk about that in the show, but. What seems to happen was that they just very much disproved Cox's postulate that bacteria are already endemic in the body of all organisms uh, that are, you know, complex like mammals and such. There's lots of bacteria. We depend on them. What seems to happen from my research this last year and a half again, this is like I was wrong for two decades. Here's what it seems like is happening is that people have toxins. And the toxic expressions come out, fever, inflammation, swelling, as the body tries to pump blood to areas and then push it out of the skin, like eruptions and things like that. And that's how it deals with various toxins. Nutritional deficiencies. You need nutrients of certain kinds to make all metabolic processes happen. Without those nutrients, you have diseases. With toxins, you have diseases, basically. And everything comes from that. Just like the professors in my Chinese medical colleges would have said back in the day, just like they've been saying for basically hundreds. And at this point, Oriental medicine is about a 6,000 year history. Sorry, I got a lot of rain here, but I hope it doesn't make it through the mic, you know? So, yeah, that's basically what I'm trying to say is they really, uh, they really threw a number on me because I bought this stuff, hook, line and sinker for two decades. Instead now I've shifted my practice. I just I treat the toxicity, I treat the deficiency, I find out what that stuff is. I've, I was trained by a very, very equipped chiropractor of a certain small kind of chiropractors that are out there. They're called clinical kinesiologists. They know how to diagnose and do things that would blow your mind, basically. They could pretty much fix medically all kinds of things rapidly. There are ways to figure stuff out like this I don't have Star Trek scanning down to the molecule technology. So I have to depend on what I can. And yeah, I'm I'm just saying this is the end of my result. Like I'm here to sort of deliver research on your show. Love it, I love it. And here's what I'm delivering. I'm saying, so far as I can tell, when people get sick, it's not because you caught it from someone. It's not because you touched some bacteria or something like that. And certainly there's not from these cell wastes that are mislabeled as viruses. It's not what's happening. It seems like what's happening is you guys are all exposed to the same toxins. You're eating the same toxins in, it's on your skin. It's coming in your your respiratory system. It's coming into you. You guys are eating the same thing. So now you have the same deficiencies, the same like lack of nutrients that you need. And now you have the nocebo effect. That is a little note that I sent to you. Opposite of the placebo effect. Oh no, I was around a six person. I'm gonna get sick. I'm gonna get sick. And you can keep like playing that little tape in your mind right there, you know, this little thing like that. Of course you'll get sick. The last time I got sick, I was in a really crappy relationship and I was really stressed out. And I got sick. My does girlfriend did not.
0: Does this include all viruses like Ebola, HIV? Um smallpox Does this is go way back
1: or this is this, just this i can barely hear xavier
2: back. yeah you're, you're real quiet actually my bad.
1: Oh. hit that microphone
2: <laughs> so real quick before we get into
0: that xavier if you could hold on one second my bad. so
1: yeah my
0: bad there we go no no no, it's totally fine because i do want to get into those because i think that's important um so when i think about th- this this cleansing that our, our cells do with toxins you know, I wonder if there's like a time of year that as mammals, our bodies tend to want to cleanse itself, such as in the Two animal ki- kingdom, it's called mating season, right? There's a mating season where animals mate. If you were studying human behavior and you start tracking it and you realize between this day and this day, people tend to cleanse their toxins, And you want to kind of label that as a different thing. What a great way to call it flu season. It's flu season. You are getting sick because this thing is going around. Or is it because as a species, this time of year, our bodies cleanse themselves of toxins?
1: Yeah. And it happens twice a year, right around the equinox, basically. Right. Which is you have two equinoxes per year. we're talking the spring equinox right around the the transition when it's kind of like still freezing at night, but cool, like warming up in the day and that that temperature fluctuation. And then on the opposite side of the fall equinox where it's the opposite, where, you know, it's it's um, it's also freezing at night now for the first time in a while. And you know it gets, it's still a little bit warm in the day. The fluctuating times, everyone who is into cleansing is doing some type of a liver cleanse or things like that in the springtime. That's a way to sort of reduce the impact of that. And you will notice that the healthier the person is, the more they tend to get sick in, in a way of cleansing things when there are toxins. We're t- I'm talking about little kids. I mean, it's been a long time since my, my daughter was little But I remember seeing like that. I remember being more sick myself when I was little. It's a way of just cleansing. But I mean, I would have loved to have it done with like sauna and actual nutrients and medicines that like I have access to now instead of the painful way that was, you know, like through a fever and and staying home and watching Thundercats or something, you know, because that's kind of where I was at back in the day.
0: I love thunder. Oh, you mentioned the sauna. What do you what
1: what's what are the benefits of that? Sauna is just raising the temperature of the body and making perspiration and sweat happen, which again is a, the elimination process, you know. So things are coming out of you like that. And and as the temperature is the same reason why the body makes a fever. Body makes a fever to try to raise the temperature up and then that cooks things basically. It's not, again, to cook the bacteria out. The bacteria are there to try to actually eat dead cells and cell waste and remove it. Same as the yeasts are in there to deal with things, too. Yeasts are wild. They actually deal with certain toxins like mercury better than most things. You, if, like, for example, like um, many people have that mercury silver fillings in their mouth. Right. Probably know of that kind of stuff. It's Pretty toxic stuff mm-hmm. that's been going on for about 160 years now. You know, as far as that kind of thing, so that's a problem. Yeah, there. Are, let me see some of Sam's metal. Yeah, he's got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Know, it's in there.
0: Every time I take a picture, I gotta hear about it.
1: Oh, uh, we going to send you to Thailand. <laughs> it's because you take I'm your have, photos. Have like a good you're time, an take that stuff out.
0: <laughs> we <laughs> oh. all have a face. We all have a face. No, that's not so, your face. So the yeast like will <laughs> actually
1: like be able to glom onto the the free form mercury that's coming out, that's off gassing off your filling, Sam. They're like that. It's able to do wow. that. And then it actually encapsulates it away from the important organs of your body. Like here, the most important organ, heart second most important organ. And then from there, all the other lower organs to try to take it away to where, and where does it take it to? The fat, the fat in your body, and encourage those, and then it like change the metabolism metabolism down so you grow more fat. I'm really skinny, so that's not working for me. But you know, like for a lot of people, it does work that way. So if you get rid of all of the yeast in a person, all of a sudden all this freeform toxins like mercury start to flow around and they feel like shit. I could say shit on your show. They Dude, feel you you know, say like <laughs> <thing. Wow>.
0: welcome <laughs> yeah, to the yeah. show, brother. Welcome yeah. to the show. First of all, Do you understand, begin, right? I, before we go any farther, I want everybody to know that you do have a great, you have a show your own podcast, I believe. It's called yeah. Not Medical Advice, uh, yeah. and it's stories that show, uh, medical stories that showcase diagnosis and treatment. So uh, make sure to check that out. That will be listed in the uh, description in both the RSS feed and the videos. Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends at Athletic Greens, the most comprehensive Daily nutritional beverage I've ever tried. Okay. With so many stressors in life, it's difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits and give our body the nutrition, nutrients it needs to thrive. Okay. Busy schedule, poor sleep, exercise, stress, or simply not eating enough of the right foods. Okay. This is where athletic greens can help. Okay. Their daily, all-in-one superfood powder is your nutritional essentials. Okay. Is by far the easiest, most delicious nutritional habit that you can. And add to your health routine today and empower you to take over your health. Okay, own your health, ownership of your health. That's what we're talking about. I can't recommend this enough to friends or family. Okay, one tasty scoop of athletic greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green foods blend, and more that all work together to fill in the gaps in your diet, okay? Increase your energy and your focus, aid with digestion, and supports a healthy immune system, all without having to take multiple vitamins, multiple products, okay? So this is what's going on right now, dude, okay? Right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system during these spring months, okay? They are offering my audience free one-year supply of vitamin D and 5 free travel packets with your first purchase if you visit my link today. You're basically never have to buy vitamin D again, okay? I just tell all my friends, all my family, I drink this every day, every morning, kickstarts my day, getting my multi uh, my nutritional greens and getting my multivitamin, multi millionaire probiotic superfood to kick off the day. All right? I tell all my family and friends to do it. So this is what I need you to do. Simply visit athleticgreens.com slash tinfoil and join health experts, athletes, conspiracy podcasters, and health conscious go-getters around the world who make a daily commitment to their health every day. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash tinfoil and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packets today. Uh before we I want to get into germ therapy and all that, I want to talk about something as a kid i never quite understood and that was why do we want to break a fever do we want to break a fever when our body is reacting and it seems to be raising the temperature to deal with whatever's going on in our body are we hurting our chances of of getting better by trying to break a fever
1: that's like a you know do I want to change my oil first before I fix the transmission or not? Um, the question is, like, it depends. <laughs> What's more important to do right now? You know, like, so if the fever is too high, you're going to cook the brain and, and you know, you could die. Uh, you could actually, like, start to cause brain injury like that. So a body can go out of control. Autoimmune conditions will spiral things out of control. That's what things like ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, stuff like that. Um, too much fever, not a good thing. And suppressing every single fever with analgesics like you know aspirin and other pain relievers, also not a good thing because those things have toxins in them. And the, the fever is the body trying to get the toxins out. I think it comes down to, yeah, a fever is painful. I certainly remember feeling like cramps up in my legs and such with fever. I don't really like having them personally. I'm not like a diehard, let the body's wisdom do everything and I'm going to fast and just eat fruit and water. I'm not that guy. You know, I've got things to do. So I will suppress <laughs> things when I want to. But there are professionals like when i had dr melissa sell on my show and she's one of those die hard i'm gonna go with the body's wisdom like that um i i lean in the direction of i like comfort you know so it all depends on what you want to do like that it's really comes down to that well what do you want to get done i don't i don't have time to be uh, dicking around with a fever honestly i've got awesome <laughs> fun things to do with my life i love my medical practice i do it I would say, like I say, for fun, I'm trying to find other ways to make bigger money, like growing an audience, like what you've got going, um, like that. I'm I'm looking to do higher leveraged activities. But yeah, if you do have the time and you wanna see what happens, a fever is an interesting experience if you don't remember what that's like. But I, I personally, I just know too many other ways of cleansing and detoxing that would just go about the process without that discomfort.
2: You uh, earlier, uh, sorry, you mentioned imaging and uh, electron mic- microscopes earlier. What yeah. we, are, now, we've seen a lot of funny business with just almost cartoons coming from NASA. I know that's what Eddie Bravo likes to say. <laughs> how, how much funny business is being done with image? Like when we, you remember that famous image of the Ebola virus that was just everywhere. And now we yeah. have the same thing with coronavirus. What are, what are those images actually of from, that are from electron microscopes?
1: It's animation.
2: Are, it's just animation, all of that stuff.
1: Yeah. Okay, so, what, what, so
2: actually, what were yeah. they seeing with the electron microscopes then? Are they seeing the, the cell remnants that you mentioned earlier, the people who actually look at those things?
1: Basically, yeah. Cell waste okay. Okay. of various different sizes and shapes. Yeah. But they feel like to focus on the scary kind of like – you know, balls with spikes kind of like um, reminds me of like World War Two mines that are floating in the water. You know,
2: it it looked exactly like that. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They have no imagination. And and
1: they they liked I think that that was the purpose of it. You know, to like every 80 years, you know, this stuff happens like this divide and conquer thing like that, what we're seeing right now, every 80 years, this cycle seems to happen. I, I just went through reading like the whole book Pendulum on the topic where You know, once again, a a new divide and conquer and like really focusing on on getting people split like this and and just totalitarian takeover. It's World War COVID is what I call it to people like this is this is pretty much it. Like, I mean, you you cannot decimate economies uh, of so many kinds. You cannot get so many people to like literally be hurting themselves with contradiction you know masks no mask oh wait double masks and like like so many contradictions going on into their head it has been quite a very effective gruesomely ingenious method um so yeah like this this last one was you know world war ii where they got people to buy into that one and going like that and then You go back, you know, 80 years before that, and you have basically the American Civil War, Napoleonic Wars. They love doing this kind of thing. It's where they, um, for those of us who are thinking, right, like like I'm hoping all four of us, this is an opportunity. Certain things you have to divest. Certain things it's time to invest like that. Um, Like there's a lot going on right now. So if the if uh, viruses are the body getting rid of toxins, uh, what it like HIV, influenza, all the other viruses, smallpox that have been the black plague or white, STDs? All these?
0: What are STDs? Yeah, or STDs.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a good question. What's going on with that? Well, first Johnny of all, Johnny
0: wants to Johnny want to ask that. He's a little nervous.
1: You know, it's a really good question, XG. <laughs> yeah, for for um, sure, yeah. it's like this. Like each of them, each of them is a different story, uh, and it. It basically made harmless the where the real blame falls like you, can, you know going back to say the Got simple one kits. of polio you know well, that's where the blame falls is those, those, they're so damn gullible uh, <laughs> there these, we go
0: these women giving it up no holy kid, holy kid. they're <laughs> that, built to be
1: but yeah <laughs> so you know it, it's it's like that um like each of them has a little story uh the, the whole aids industry was built around keeping certain toxins flowing, like amyl nitrates into the gay community. They love using amyl nitrates called poppers. Keeps your erection really hard for extra long period of time and and things like that. They're still marketing and selling that. And what's the side effect for amyl nitrates? It's Carposi's sarcoma, these skin lesions on the face. I know guys seem like a little young to remember the AIDS days, but that was where they were just blaming that on the virus like that. And then the same time in Africa, they never did real tests over there, they didn't do lab tests on those millions of people in Africa, they did industrial mining in Africa, and those people were sickening and wasting away from chemical metal poisoning over there. With you know similar kind of, of response like that. And of course, by the way, they made a test. In this case, with the AIDS test, they made a bunch of tests, ELISA test, Western blot tests, totally faulty things to show some presence of proteins or not, but nothing about finding an actual virus. And it will say on the insert that it's not here to designate a virus. And then from that test, they could say, oh, you're you're tested positive. So now you need to take this nasty drug called AZT. They started off with my God and they killed people with that. And the people would be claimed as died of AIDS. So every time. They can just blame an in, you know, basically an industrial toxin or thing on on whatever on a virus as an example. Same with smallpox. Same with all of them. Could go through each of these stories, but we don't have time for the, on the show. And each time, then they get to sell on the other side, a, you know, like something like that. AZT was invented for chemotherapy purposes to treat cancer in the 70s. and was shelved as it was dermed too toxic to treat cancer with. But they brought it out in the early 80s to treat AIDS because it made some serious money. They've put it, they've since shelved it aside. So what they do now is, you know, they just get people to think that, oh no, you got to get an STD test. Got to get an STD test. You can't be spreading stuff to your partners, right? Yeah, well, you're not spreading stuff to your partners. If the germ theory of disease was true, there'd be no one alive to believe it. But there's a lot of people gullible enough to believe it and then you're going to be gullible enough to go get tested and think that the test means something because you think you're too stupid to look at the actual mechanism for how the test is built or read a virology paper or read microbiology papers. I understand. You got things to do. You know, you didn't want to take the time like I did last year. I get it. You know, but yeah, to to try to, you know, summarize the, the question, what's happening is you got people just getting sick seemingly because, once again, they're stressed out. They're taking in toxins. We're in the 21st century. You know how many toxins there are? I can recommend a book I got right over there, The 100-Year Lie, about precisely how many toxins were dispersed out there. Look up what natural, ingredient, natural flavors are and artificial flavors are. They don't have to list what they, the chemicals are if it was made before 1993. Kind of like oh they don't have to pay out for vaccine damage. If the vaccine damage happened after, I think it was a 1986, essentially when Reagan passed that.
0: What's so, a cold hey, sore?
1: What is a cold sore? Yeah, so it's like it's an eruption uh-huh. again of toxins coming out right there, you know, usually around mucous membranes like mouth, uh, genitals, etc., where the body is just trying to push it clo- like far away as possible from the internal important organs you know, like is far away. It seems like that you can, you know, like I remember, you know, treating this many, many times with very basic medicines. We're talking like bromelain enzymes and certain other, like, uh, you know, ways to just detoxify and change that thing. Oh yeah. Like herbs, uh, griffonia seed, 5-HTP, some, what people take for sleep basically. Um, St. John's wort, all the so-called antiviral herbs, they all seem to treat these types of toxin exposure and things like that. The medicine's really complex. I'm a frickin' beginner and two decades in. Um, I'm like Fred Flintstone and aspiring to be the Jetsons, basically like that. Like (laughs) I I am Ooga Booga here with my my technology, but (laughs) I can measure results for clients. So like, Sam, if you were here in my clinic, I'd be like, I'd be measuring and finding out I'd be like what you want to get done and try to get you there, whatever that is, you know, like that. If you had like herpes all over your face, we'd like, I'd be getting you the results, but I would not make any claims that I'm a hundred percent certain about how I did it, you know, or I would rather claim you did it, but I just sort of coordinated you to get some certain medicines into you like that. Um, the germ theory is a, really expensive way to... No, actually, it was a really cheap way. It's like the big lie from Hitler. They really got people to buy it. Because again, it'd be really hardcore to sort of think that you were stupid enough to be fooled for decades. Okay, if you believed in the germ theory for decades, you were fooled for decades, you know? And if you have humility, you can do that. But a lot of people don't have the humility to accept that, yeah, like each of these things, Ebola, all these things like that. We have toxic expression and nutritional deficiencies. By the way, yeah, that's why people treat uh, herpes and such with lysine. It's L-lysine, that's the amino acid. Because it's deficient in most people who have that expression. It's like one component. But when you don't know how to do this, it seems complicated.
0: So, so I want to get, you know, HIV is very interesting. I've told the stories before, you know, I I was sick. I go to the doctor. They're like, we're going to do some blood work on you. And they're like, we're going to test you for HIV. And I'm like, okay, go for it. Well, right before they do the test, a doctor walks in and goes, are you gay? And I go, no. He goes, okay. And walks out. And I thought that was the most peculiar shit i'd ever seen ever and i wonder if i would have said yeah i'm a i like to get weird right if if what the result of my test would be
1: you could have showed up as positive especially if you were black and gay you know like
0: That's that I, it's, it, I'm, I'm if you put kidding, some blackface like-
1: on sam and said, oh, I just am having so much dick. I just have them run a train on me, you know. Someone got like-
0: comfortable real fast, dog. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, yeah, it's like, well, it looks like you're so positive then, you know. like that's- <laughs> So, so, that's so basically, basically, yeah, they get to checkmark things and then they send that to the lab. And then that changes the parameters for how they look at the Western blot or ELISA, depending on which one, which test you got, to be blunt.
0: believable. And everybody – now, do the doctors know they're doing this or do they think it's like a more noble thing that they're doing just to get the the patient's specifics to the lab? And does the guy doing the test know that that is what is happening?
1: Man, I – I think that most of them, they have either like a a very convenient, like compartmentalization, like uh, what was that, 1984, where you could have like conflicting ideas and you just compartmentalize them and they just never get the the ideas never come together, you know, like that. They just they keep them, you know, they just like to think that they're a noble healthcare provider who's helping people. And things that are inconvenient that just like for evidence, for example, they, they just try to avoid that and they can avoid it for their whole life. They can just pretend that that had like like they, they just were doing their best and that this is, oh, well, we make mistakes sometimes. But, you know, and they think that, you know, there's a real virus because they don't look they don't most doctors won't read virology papers, you know, like they, they won't take the time to do that it's really inconvenient you know it's really expensive for them to suddenly start questioning things i mean people's vacation homes and third houses are on the line sam if they actually were to question this stuff you know (laughs) they really can't afford that
0: i totally agree and my here's my question Uh, uh, is when they say aids autoimmune deficiency right uh syndrome syndrome Is that the state of your immune system at that moment that a test could tell what your immune system's at? And if it's at a certain low number, it could be, oh, yeah, you got this deficiency. If it's at a certain high number, you don't have the deficiency. Or is it checking for proteins or something like that?
1: Again, this is just completely faulty like PCR technology, the inventor of the PCR test, which is the widely one used right now for COVID, that that guy, Carrie Mullis, the Nobel Prize winner who got his Nobel in chemistry for making the PCR test, bluntly looked for all the evidence showing what is being tested, like with his... You know, like he, he said out loud, this should never be used to check for pathogens. They're allegedly looking for pathogens. It's just DNA, like basically um, RNA replication technology is what he invented to just replicate things. It would be perfect for like finding some hair from like on a, on a hairbrush and then being able to use that to match up with some bones that are buried over there to see that indeed that's your long lost uncle, Sam. You know, for example, like that, that would, that would be a way of doing it. But they're, they're Look, they they've created a very large number of faulty tests that just will pop up positive in just the right segment of numbers. You, know, you understand how compartmentalization works in terms of like only five people know all of the answers. I don't want to think about that I'm it. describing. Right, but you know like let's just say like let's say the four of us are like the top of the ruling class and we know all the answers for exactly how these Mm -hmm. incredibly malicious events that are going to make us so many trillions of dollars and so many underground bases we're gonna we're gonna really get this stuff but the people under us they know a bit less than us and they are each controlling four other people and the people under them know of even less than them. And then down the line, once you get down to like eight levels, you're at 100,000 people doing your bidding, making the actual tests, these faulty tests that show up for various types of proteins and nucleotides and types of you know genetic material that have nothing to do with health, but everything to do with making money. So those people in labs, they think they're doing good they're just they they got their their you know like master's degree and then some of them their phds you know i i just you know i i had to get a master's just to get my license it's ridiculous um but they went all the way they go through this process and they just are following orders and in fact the whole system self-selects for people who follow orders i'm not really good at following orders You know, like I'm not really good at not questioning things like that. And so, you know, like various places have self-selected away from Daryl Becker because they don't want someone who's going to buck the system and ask certain questions. And that's the way all these medical agencies and indeed, just to get to your medical degree, your MD and have DR in front of your name, unlike me, you have, you know, a lot of tests to see how obedient are you, how compliant are you? And, and most especially how philosophically, self-reflectively apathetic are you? How apathetic are you as far as you have no interest in really self-reflectively looking to see if you could be fooled, if, if you're kind of like an easy dupe like that. And all those people are the technicians of this misery that's made a lot of money, like a lot of money.
0: There's hey, bro, so much money at stake. I mean, trillions and trillions. Of dollars.
2: Yeah. Go Is on. That, I was gonna ask you, do you include does this
0: include like cancer, chemo, like all medical, or just kind of just viruses like we're talking about the whole works?
1: Yeah, there's um there's a paper that y'all can look up, Death by Medicine by Dr. Gary Null, and it will cover the the history of how this medical malfeasance has gone. It produces about 250 to 300,000 deaths per year of doctors just following orders and that yes, yes, uh, you know, basically XG, to answer your question, it does include cancer. It does include lots of diseases. Cancer is an expression of cells that don't turn off. We, all four of us have cancers in us and our bodies are constantly also getting rid of them too. They sell cancer tests to the doctors, the doctors administer the tests to people, and they say, lo and behold, we can find cancer. And guess what? You can find cancer in almost everyone. The problem is, you know, are we talking like a tumor that's cutting off blood supply and that's, you know, literally endangering a person? That's very rare, actually, because you'll notice that none of us seem to have tumors growing all over us, right? But you can make tests to find tumors in people, and then you sell them these toxic chemotherapies. Same thing, like I mentioned with the AZD. AZT for AIDS, same kind of concept. And then then you got like people just dying of the chemo or give them some toxic radiation treatments, like way more rads than they can normally ever handle. And lo and behold, wow, that seems to make even more tumors down the line, you know, like that. So it's quite an industry of medical death out there. They make so much money. Um, medical science has progressed to the point of success where there, you can hardly find a healthy individual i forgot who that quote's from but that's like i think actually that might come from uh, aldous huxley yeah that was a brave new world right. author
0: so so let's get into so what we're talking about here is terrain model disease versus germ theory theory yeah. of disease is that what you're saying
1: we're, we're, we've been talking about most of the whole show so far so the terrain model is to understand that the terrain, that's the actual, like the, all the components of what health is. So we're talking about nutrients that are available, like available to all the cells, available to all the tissues, the metabolism going on. We're talking about toxins that are going on to have an impact like that. And there's all kinds of toxins. Right now, I've got like electromagnetic toxins all around me. You know, like we're talking the now 21st century toxins as well. Um, all of these things have an impact. A holistic healthcare professional like myself is gonna try to find what are the big impacts and how do I make the difference? How do I reduce them? What are, what are the procedures? What are the medicines that reduce that? Terrain theory is understanding what the terrain of the person is, you know, and that, that also includes their mental and emotional situation. What's going on? Because the mind is huge. A person can placebo themselves right into health, powerfully, like right there. They can also nocebo I themselves agree. right, right into the grave, basically. You know, like this, like that. The germ theory of disease, again, like like going back to the Robert Koch. Uh, Koch. I'm mean, gonna say as if I'm German. Robert Koch. Let's just call him that. And you know, trying to understand like here, how does it work? Well, Pasteur said that the pathogen causes this and that he got all the publicity. There was a you know, some person that basically Pasteur plagiarized, Antoine Béchamp was showing how it's all the terrain. So this theory of of germ theory is as old as Louis Pasteur kind of made it. That's where the early robber barons of the day, this is a little bit before Rockefeller, but the rockefellers took over with medicine there they promoted germ theory and you can see if you look up germ theory in wikipedia you'll see that it's got like plenty of entry if you look up terrain theory in wikipedia they'll call it germ theory denialism kind of like they'll say that i'm an aids denialist and all i would say is that i am agnostic and extremely skeptical when there's a lack of evidence to show that germs cause disease from the outside. But bacteria do replicate. And when they grow out of control, that causes swelling in the body, okay? Because they're just all trying to deal with damaged cells and and waste and, and eat that stuff and try to remove it. And when you take antibiotics, that kills all the bacteria and that reduces the swelling. And if that swelling is in your brain, that's very good because now you just stopped encephalitis. you stopped like from the brain from full on swelling and hemorrhaging like that. That's a good thing. Um, Antibiotics are useful, but it goes too far, you know, because you need bacteria in your body. If you killed all the bacteria in all four of our bodies, we would die very rapidly, like very rapidly, (laughs) you know, if you're able to do so, they are hidden in areas, which makes them hard to kill, including the appendix, but, which is seemingly uh there to just release little bits of bacteria like as needed um that's as far as i can tell from research but yeah basically it's kind of like that i mean you you have the the germ theory is the one that's widely pumped up uh and and if you love which to believe is that, that
0: viruses are an outside influence that can yeah, be passed and around they are and cause effect
1: yeah, and they, they cause these impacts. They, they pass through normal means of contagion with breathing and touching and, and eating and drinking like that. And then then you have the actual terrain theory, which is to say, no, actually, um, we're kind of bacteria-proof, and proof, basically, and even, even fungus-proof and candida-proof. They're already in us, but they can go out of balance. It can go out of balance, and that could cause problems. And there's ways to get it back in balance. So the terrain theory is just saying, okay, let's like, what's the acid-alkaline ratio of you know, various structures in the body? Because it's got to be you know, acid over here and alkaline over there. What's it like? This is, terrain is actually a complicated thing. It's not so simple as just a pathogen came in. The germ theory was so simple. It is the big lie that people love to hold on to, as best I can tell.
0: Uh, I, you know, man, I think it's very interesting. And, you know, man, here's what I do with this stuff. I, 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 you know, I flunk first grade, dude, I do the best I can. But, you know, I read energies. And when I when I start to learn stuff, I go, does this fit in to the belief that money and power corrupt everything? And, and does this piece that you're presenting fit into that puzzle? And for that, I say, yes, 100%. And the more I do the show, the more I realize that it is not hard to create a lie and through money and power and the giving and the taking of those, uh, you can control people's thoughts and that, the difference between intellect and smarts, you get a bunch of in, in, intelligent people who follow the rules, you know, are really good at regurgitating information and following the rules. They'll push out whatever you want and they'll follow yeah. as long as the paycheck's there and the house is there and the and the car's there and all that stuff. And it's very oh. interesting, ma'am. Education it's just, it's is not all it's
1: tracked up to be. I'll tell you that. Um, my most successful friends, with the most money are high-skill dropouts. They know what they're doing. And I'm the one with like the freaking masters in science and oriental medicine. And I'm the one who made the bad choices economically speaking. And, um, the only reason that, you know, like the good, the good thing is I love what I do, but when it comes to making money, no, that's, there's so many better ways to do that. I think you're right that the people can get convinced that the schooling that they went through the indoctrination they went through and if they were able to, to basically fill out all these worksheets properly to to get a smiley face on top and that equals that they're smart and that's like again it's a narrative it's a little story that they love to spin for themselves yes um, so yeah uh
0: so now you know like i said i just went on a good friend of mine's podcast it got heated on their part, you know, Uh, I've learned, yeah, I can scream and shout occasionally, but more and more I talk about this stuff, the more and more I realize it's kind of useless um, to to argue with people. You present them information, they have a visceral reaction to it and it is what it is, man. And, you know, usually I won't uh, get into it with people. I'll start with like, well, what do you believe? and uh, I'll work from there. But a big discussion is what is this vaccine right now? And I know some people may be over the topic. I am not because we are looking at straight war right now in terms of our personal liberties and our, our, our rights to basically control what we do with our bodies. Uh, what are your thoughts on what this vaccine is and what it actually does?
1: Hey, before he goes into that, hey, are you talking? You were getting shit on your Instagram because you posted those two girls.
0: Oh, dude, I am getting even before that, even before that, just posting Dr. Fauci's emails about masks. I was told I was spreading misinformation from his own emails. The chicks are crazy. Have you, Daryl? Have you seen the new ones about
2: the chicks that got the jab?
1: Um. I have seen too many unfortunate post jab videos and pictures, but yeah, go for it. You got control. No,
0: but it's basically two girls and you know, I hate to say beautiful because it doesn't really matter how you look, but these girls are,
1: you know, and like that. Yeah. I know how to treat that. It's hard. You know how to treat that. It's I didn't say I know how to fix that. I know how to treat that. It's hard. I would know where to go. I would know what to do. Most people do not, okay? Um, this is neurological damage, looks to be heavy metal influenced. The graphene oxide, I just finally started looking at micrographs of that in blood samples. <clears throat> and that's, that's been interesting. The, the, the red blood cell clumping, that's the, I looked at, again, uh, photos of that too. These are, um, that seems to be what's going on. That, that's going to create an autoimmune condition. The body attacking itself is one side of it. On the other side, of course, is degenerative disease, where the body just starts to give up and, and start to really bloat out with t- uh, tumors, essentially. But neurological toxins, they're very findable. You know, if you screened that person with a real. Provoked urinalysis. It's not going to show in the blood. It's going to show in a urine sample. That's got to be provoked with. They take a provoking agent ahead of time and then that get, goes through and that pulls all the toxins out and that goes into the urine and then that goes to the lab and they can look for all of these various heavy metals that way. And that's now you know, now you'd know what heavy metals to remove. And now, and, when, and knowing which ones they are, now you'd be able to look up and find each of the medicines that would remove them. But with it profoundly damaging things, I mean, that's going to be, some people will be too far gone. You know, like that's, you know, like it will, it will be central nervous system damage. For the rest of their lives. It could be, but you know, like, I like to think like that there's, there's a lot of power in the mind that could actually change things. There's a lot that can be done with just simple oral detoxing formulas, um, I, I'm going to name sodium alginate, I'll, I'll name modified citrus pectin, uh, zeolites of large quantities, but there uh, certainly even simple charcoal, there's so many substances out there that would go through the simple GI system and bind to it. But intravenously, that's where it, it comes down to for that kind of condition. You'd have to intravenously introduce toxin binding substances, EDTA, you know, that's, you know, Echo, Delta, Tyrannosaurus, Alpha, like that. That's the substance that would be going through many, many treatments of to try to treat that one. And then they would need real therapy to relearn the musculature of how it works like that. Without that, you're left twitching for the rest of your life. You know, like without that, you're, you're done, basically. Or you're going to really, really have to have a great placebo effect of using your power of your mind to really reverse the damage you know like um it's a lot to fix things like that and it's hard for me to watch such videos honestly when the they came out with a Gardasil HPV vaccine back in the day and those were the saddest YouTube videos I've ever seen of former formerly healthy teenage girls who are like full on hospital bed, can't do a damn thing. They may as well have Lou Gehrig's disease, they're done. And then the ones, of course, who straight up died. What seems to be putting out there, they're just killing people with uh, a small section of of them are are killed right away because they already have too many toxins. So they take the vaccine in and it promotes the reaction right away. They can't clean out graphene oxide. They can't deal with the mRNA specific interaction in their body. So it promotes a, a cascade event for some people and, or down the line eventually, you know, um, that's, I mean, this is what I can tell from researching it so far. I don't really know. Cause I don't have a Daryl Institute right over here with like my own private laboratories taking stuff in i also don't have a daryl intelligence agency where they're out there my agents are risking their life to in, you know infiltrate the real ruling class to find out their actual ingredients and agenda and what they're i'm sure they made a few cures for the stuff that they make too you know <laughs> i'm sure they got that <laughs> out there too um if i had a daryl institute and a daryl intelligence agency I would have answers for you that are more definitive. So what I'm giving you is this is the, like the, the seems like it so far, right? Like I keep an open mind, right? This is what it seems like they are giving saline injections to some people who will also fall sick because they have the nocebo effect and they think they're going to get sick. They are giving these definite toxins to other people. And I bet that they even are evaluating because, um, You know, I I actually got a client that wanted the vaccine. um, and I I did a ride-along with him and he like to to the place where they they got the vaccine, you know. And this was someone who's obviously not gonna like not gonna take my word to not do it. He's still gonna do it. So I wanna see. And they injected him with this slightly pinkish liquid, Moderna, right? I got to see the the shot number two in that case. Um, I asked my, uh, you know, someone else I knew, one of my friends, because he also got this Moderna shot. Did Was yours pink? And he was like, no, it was clear. And that made me think they're giving different things to different people. They're evaluating, you know, based on who you are, kind of like with the AIDS test. They're, they're kind of dishing out a different level of pain to different people, it seems. That's best. Now, I is that know. based like-
0: on, is that based on geographics? Because how That's could they? how could they know who's coming to get that vaccine
1: oh that's easy there you have all like i mean these people are like giving away all their medical information like all of it just to go and and get this shot they're they're giving everything up like on that so the first one that was an actual mental health client that's why he wouldn't you know trust anything i'd have to say about it you know he'll still take my my services but he's not gonna it's not going to change his mind on anything because he's not really all there he had a traumatic brain injury okay so he's he's just not all there and he's i, I think like that they weird will him. yeah they just, <laughs> i think they just pegged him as yeah weird will Our friend. <laughs> you know and then and then the other guy well he's like a normal upstanding citizen who pays his taxes and has a job and pulling things in and stuff like that and i think that they could just look at that and say oh we'll give you the the clear one but you're you're go- far gone so we want to see this develop so let's give you the pink one like that and this is here on island this big island of hawaii you know and i i'm only speculating i love asking this question on my own interviews like you know so what did you choose to do as far as getting this experimental ejectable and how did you make your choice you know so uh what? What'd you do, Sam?
0: <laughs> so so when it comes to this, what do you think this vaccine does? There's so much talk about DNA splicing, stuff like that. What are your thoughts on that?
1: You know, I have too many of my clients are vaccinated. Like I'm push, pushing 60% at this point today. Um, people here in Hawaii are really fucking stupid. Did you know? Um that sounds like but everywhere. It's a blue state. They're really fucking stupid. Okay. Like they're abysmally fucking stupid. Like really fucking stupid. I hope they fucking hear this too. You know, but like I like yeah. really fucking stupid. Yeah, and they're so stupid Darryl. that they couldn't say oh, that they're oh, unstupid. stupid. Oh, oh, oh. So they go ahead and they're they're doing this here. I I think what I think what what's the end game here is just um it certainly creates a divide and conquer. All the the PCR tests were all about genetic acquisition, similar to 30, 23 and me, and ancestry. They're just getting more genetic <laughs> material on people. I think that I did see the legislation where they were saying that once you're genetically altered, you become not human and therefore are property of said corporation. Oh and that's my god! Yeah. So then there's that that aspect of it. Um, uh, yeah, this is, this is very tinfoil hat, huh? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is I mean, I'm, I'm agnostic, you know, Sam, like, I don't really know. I I'm just guessing like, this seems like it creates a great divide and conquer like happens every 80 years. You have those who just are true believers. I trust the science. And then, you know, those who are like, I read the science. You know, like that, which is a little different. Uh, and and then you have uh, people who are actually getting sick. I imagined what would happen if the sixty or seventy percent of people who got shot up over here started uh, dropping off. There, these are. I'm talking about all the people who keep everything running and fixing everything, who keep my power on. You know, who, who keep like the, everything running, basically. Who who are driving the trucks? You know, who are Driving the, I mean, like the the tanker ships that are like bringing all in fuel and all of the needed food and supplies to this place where I live. I'm kind of distant, you know, in the middle of the Pacific. So I think of all that, and I, I think that could be. Um, I try to have good thoughts out there. So here's the silver lining moment. Um, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna use my manifestation powers to envision they put a whole lot of saline into a lot of people and they're just getting mostly, (laughs) most people are just really, really pumped up and and scared for small reason. In fact, with my mental powers alone, I transformed a bunch of the toxic vaccines into saline and I foiled their plan, you know, (laughs) like that. Um, Very
0: interesting, dude. Very interesting. What are your thoughts on Dr. Fauci?
1: I think um, it's a very useful mouthpiece, um, an amazing obfuscator, someone who confuses people with words. You know, he'll totally like sit there in, in Congress thing and just not actually give an answer to a question w- while actually giving lots of words out there. And no one stops him. So he's really good orator in that kind of capacity. Carrie Mullis was very very against everything Dr. Fauci stood for back in the AIDS days, like 20 years ago. uh, Plus, he was still he was involved in that whole debacle, too. By the way, you can look up his involvement. Hitler of AIDS.
0: That's what they call him.
1: Yeah. So um, but he talks, he talks like my dad. And that's why my dad likes him. And that's why my dad got two vaccine shots. He just wants to believe that he's right like that, and he's from the Bronx, you know. So it's it's kind of a cult of personality thing. Uh, there's no actual evidence needed for things like that. But he sure has the accolades, the, the letters in front of and behind his name. Sure makes the money.
0: It's unbelievable. I mean, and, you know, a lot of people think he caused a lot of deaths, not just in the United States, but in Africa by pushing this thing. And now you have these HIV patients who are saying they're taking this kind of medicine and they come up negative. You get untraceable. And I'm like, wow, isn't that convenient? And, but you got to take it for the rest of your life. That medication, that's the only way you're going to live is if you take that medication for the rest of your life. So
1: they got that's a patient convenient. for the rest <laughs> of their life.
0: It's very interesting, man. And this is one of the most black belt of black belt conversations you could have. And man. I got to be honest with you, man, for me, this is information you use for yourself, to, for your health, to engage other people in this conversation, just as ridiculous, I, it just, it's just going to blow their mind and cause you chaos in my humble opinion. To those who want to have the conversation, you talk to them, but the force and edge, I mean, dude, to tell people viruses may not be real but, or viruses aren't real is such a complex thought.
1: To say that they're mislabeled cell waste <laughs> this is really a challenging topic. It's true. Uh, it, it would be tantamount to saying, Oh yeah, everything you just learned about medical history is incredibly inaccurate. And you're kind of, uh, you kind of were an easy dupe for this one, along with everyone else that you happen to be friends with and really love and appreciate. Look at it this way the divide and conquer is a component of what's going on here. Okay. So I know I don't win people over by calling them stupid, you know, and ignorant like that. Um, I, I do that because I want to make an entertaining show for you. Okay. Right. <laughs> I say it that way. What I, What I want to just like say is that find it in your heart to really be clear. On who you're talking to and what you value about that relationship. Just like you got, you know, when when you were doing the show with Benny Wills, just why is it that you're talking with this person? Why do you love them? Or what is it that you appreciate about them? What's the purpose of your connection with them? And focus on that. And when anything pops up, like the discussions we're having, and it starts to create tension and friction, see what kind of lube you can add to that friction. What kind, what kind of things can, how do you grease this one up? So it'll go in a little bit easier and, and make more pleasure and, and, and less blood and pain, you know, is that a good metaphor? What do you think? Yeah.
0: My whole thing is just what, let them come to you. That's my whole thing. Your job isn't you. The, when you do this, right, you'll realize the best way to change the world is to change yourself. And that energy will ripple through those around you, and if they don't want to hear it, there's you can't force that on every, on anybody, uh, and that's my whole. There' one last question:
1: Where do you stand on the flat Earth? Where do I stand on it? Um, I, I, I was waiting <laughs> for this question too. <laughs> well, because
0: uh, I believe that this conversation is on one. par with that conversation.
1: Yeah. Right, right. So I'm agnostic. And that means that I don't have like a firm belief. I'm, I'm no longer religious of any kind. I also grew up with two atheist parents, by the way. So that's how I was formed like that. Um, I I wanted to believe in certain things. I wanted to believe in a round Earth. And I've looked at a bunch of very compelling flat Earth information. I'd say it's like it merits further research. I also have looked at very compelling hollow Earth research okay and i've been looking at that one for years okay Damn. and so i kind of lean towards the if i had to place a bet on it i'd bet on agartha and hollow earth at the moment um because it seems compelling enough but again that's just like a bet like i'm, I'm literally tossing money i wouldn't know um i don't have a daryl institute to check out around this one but it's compelling enough to merit further research how's that
0: Love it, dude. Go. Always be open minded. Everybody's welcome to the truth chamber, brother. So, uh, one more time, Joe, can you tell them where they can find you?
1: Please check me out, notmedicaladvice.co. I'm gonna, I certainly have some stuff up on YouTube, but I, my more censored stuff certainly goes up on BitChute, Brightion, uh, let's see, like Odyssey. You know, that's that's where like I'm. I'm keeping my stuff like that. Is more contentious, kind of like this show, you know. With the real cheese. Kind of yeah, yeah. Um, I'll try to get to Rockfin eventually. Um, I, yeah, like please reach out to me that way. Not medicaladvice.co. All
0: right, man, Daryl, you came, you saw, you dropped a whole lot of hammer. I've been wanting to have this conversation for a very long time, and I'm super happy you came on and had this conversation. This this is the show where you have these conversations. This is a show where the dangerous conversations happen. And I love them. And you know, that's, there's a whole reason why I called this Tim Fall hat. Cause I wanted to take the most demonized term and kind of own it. And for those who can get past that and come on, you know, we have wonderful conversations and uh, it was a great conversation. And it lets me know more and more that I'm, you know, if I had to put money on it, I'm going to put money on what you were saying. I totally agree with that because all the money and all the power go to these people. And this lets me know, man, that human beings are very special and, and these low frequency demons are trying to jack our, 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 our louche, and, and I think they're trying to flip our DNA to a certain way. And you kind of brought it up about not being human anymore. And that's my opinion. And I don't tell to a lot of people because I know the the, the visceral reaction was happen. but for those who will listen, I hope you got some from this and you realize how special you are and how powerful your immune system is that, you know, a lot of positive energy will change everything. And uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Thank you, Xavier. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you guys for tuning in. San Diego sold out. So I hope you see you guys in Dallas and in OKC. We love you very much. Thanks for coming on the show. And we'll see you again soon. We go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional (laughs) idea. Wake up, Aaron.
1: This is only the beginning. Dude,
0: you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack. Tim foil.